This audio is presented by Hacker Noon, where anyone can learn anything about any technology. Demystifying React Hooks Usage, Examples, and Common Mistakes by Kashan Sheth. React is a JavaScript library used for building user interfaces. In React, hooks are functions that allow you to use state and other React features in functional components. Here are all the hooks currently available in React 1. Use state. 2. Use effect. 3. Use context. 4. Use reducer. 5. Use callback. 6. Use memo. 7. Use ref. 8. Use imperative handle. 9. Use layout effect. 10. Use debug value. USE state. The use state hook is a built in React hook that allows you to add state to functional components. It is a function that takes an initial value as an argument and returns an array with two values the current state value and a function to update it. The use state hook is used to manage state in functional components which do not have a state of their own like class components. Syntax of the USESTATE hook The use state hook takes an initial state value as its argument and returns an array with two values. The current state value. This is the current value of the state. Dot. The setState function. This is a function that is used to update the state value. When you call this function, React will re-render the component with the new state value. Dot. Example 1. Simple counter let's start with a simple example of a counter that increments every time a button is clicked. Here's the code. In this example, we start by importing the use state hook from the React library. We then define a functional component called counter, which initializes a state variable called count with an initial value of zero using the use state hook. Inside the component, we render the current value of the count state variable inside an h1 tag. We also render a button that calls the set count function whenever it is clicked. The set count function updates the count state variable by incrementing it by 1. Example 2. Input field in this example, we will create an input field that updates the state variable as the user types. Here's the code. In this example, we define a functional component called input field that initializes a state variable called text with an empty string using the use state hook. Inside the component, we render an input field that is bound to the text state variable using the value attribute. We also define a handle change function that updates the text state variable whenever the user types in the input field. Finally, we render a paragraph tag that displays the current value of the text state variable. Example 3. Object state in this example, we will use the use state hook to manage an object state variable. Here's the code. In this example, we define a functional component called object state that initializes a state variable called person with an object containing name and age properties using the use state hook. Inside the component, we render two input fields, one for the person's name Adonai for their age. We also define a handle change function that updates the person state variable using the spread operator to preserve the existing properties and overwrite the property that matches the name attribute of the input field that triggered the event. Finally, we render two paragraph tags that display the current values of the name and age properties of the person state variable. Common errors with use state and how to solve them. One forgetting to pass an initial state value tou state one common mistake is forgetting to pass an initial state value to the use state hook. This can lead to unexpected behavior and errors. Always make sure to pass an initial state value to the use state hook. 2. Incorrectly updating the state Another common mistake is incorrectly updating the state. The setState function returned by use state should be used to update the state, but some people try to update it directly. This can lead to bugs and unpredictable behavior. Always use the setState function to update the state. 3. Changing state directly You should never modify the state directly. Doing so can lead to bugs and unpredictable behavior. 
Instead, you should always use the setState function to update the state. For passing a function to setState that relies on the current state sometimes people pass a function to setState that relies on the current state. This can lead to bugs and unexpected behavior. When you need to update the state based on the current state, use the functional form of setState that takes a callback function as an argument. 5. Creating a new state on every render Another common mistake is creating a new state on every render. This can lead top performance issues and unexpected behavior. Instead, use the use memo or use callback hooks to memoize the state. 6. Not using the destructuring syntax The use state hook returns an array of two values, the current state and the set state function. It is important to use the destructuring syntax to extract these values from the array. Not doing so can lead to bugs and unexpected behavior. U-S-E-E-F-F-E-C-T-T-H-E use effect hook is a built-in React hook that enables developers to handle side effects in their components. Side effects can include anything that affects the outside world, such as API requests, DOM manipulation, or subscription to events. The use effect hook accepts two parameters, a callback function that represents the side effect and an optional array of dependencies. The callback function executes after the component mounts, and after every subsequent or render if any of the dependencies change. Examples of use effect hook. Fetching data from an Apples assume that we want to fetch data from an API and display it in our component. We can use the use effect hook to fetch data and update the component state. In the example above, we use the use state hook to store the fetched data and the use effect hook to fetch data from the API. We pass an empty array as the second parameter to ensure that the effect runs only once when the component mounts. Subscribing to an event in some cases, we may want to subscribe to an event, such as a window resize or a mouse movement. We can use the use effect hook to subscribe to the event and clean up after ourselves when the component unmounts. In the example above, we use the use state hook to store the window size and the use effect hook to subscribe to the window resize event. We pass an empty array, as the second parameter to ensure that the effect runs only once when the component mounts. We also return a cleanup function to remove the event listener when the component unmounts. Common errors with use effect hook and how to solve them. 1. Infinite loop 1 common mistake with the use effect hook is creating an infinite loop by updating the state inside the effect without providing any dependencies. In such cases, the effect runs on every re-render, causing the state to update, which triggers another re-render, and so on, resulting in an infinite loop. To solve this error, we need to add the state as a dependency to the use effect hook or move the state update outside the effect. 2. Missing dependencies Another common mistake is omitting dependencies from the use effect hook, which can result in unexpected behavior. For example, if we have a state value that the effect relies on, but we forget to add it as a dependency, the effect might not run when the state changes. To solve this error, we need to add all dependencies to the dependency array. 3. Cleanup function It's important to remember to include a cleanup function in the use effect hook to clean up any resources that were created in the effect. For example, if we subscribe to an event or set up a timer, we need to remove the subscription or clear the timer when the component unmounts. To solve this error, we need to return a cleanup function from the effect. U-S-E-C-O-N-T-E-X-T The use context hook is a hook in React that allows you to consume context within a component. Context is a way to share data between components without having to pass props down the component tree. Context provides a way to pass data through the component tree without having to pass props down manually at every level. The use context hook allows you to consume context within a functional component. It takes a context object as its argument and returns the current context value. Example 1. 
Simple context Let's start with a simple example to illustrate how the use context hook works. In this example, we will create a context to store the user's name and use the use context hook to access the context value in a child component. In this example, we first create a context using the create context function. We then create a provider component called name provider that provides the context value to its children. The provider component uses the use state hook to store the user's name and passes the name and set name functions as the context value. Next, we create a child component called greeting that consumes the context value using the use context hook. The greeting component extracts the name value from the context object and renders a greeting message. Finally, we render the name provider component as the top level component and the greeting component as a child component. Example 2. Nested context in this example. We will create a nested context to store the user's name and age and use the use context hook to access the context value in a child component. In this example, we create two contexts, name context and age context. We then create a provider component called user provider that provides both context values to its children. The provider component uses the use state hook to store the user's name and age and passes the name and set name functions as the value of the name context and the age and set age functions as the value of the age context. Next, we create a child component called profile that consumes both context values using the use context hook. The profile component extracts the name and age values from their respective context objects and renders them in the UI. Finally, we render the user provider component as the top level component and the profile component as a child component. Common mistakes with use context hook. One not using the provider component. The use context hook can only consume context that has been provided by a provider component. If you try to use the use context hook without a provider component, you will get an error. Make sure to wrap the components that use the use context hook with a provider component. 2 creating too many contexts. Context is a powerful feature in React, but creating too many contexts can lead to complex and hard to maintain code. Before creating a new context, ASK yourself if you can reuse an existing context or pass the necessary data down asprops. 3 passing down too much data. While it can be tempting to pass down all your data through context, it can quickly become unmanageable. Only pass down the data that is necessary for the child components to function. If a child component only needs a small subset of the data, consider passing that data down as props instead of using context. For mutating context directly, context should be treated as immutable data. Mutating context directly can cause unexpected behavior and lead to bugs. Instead, use setState or the equivalent function to update the context value. Use SeReduceRuesReducer is a hook that follows the reducer pattern, where you have a state and an action that changes the state. The useReducer hook takes two arguments, a reducer function and an initial state. The reducer function takes two arguments, the current state and an action object, and returns the new state based on the action type. The action object typically contains a type property that defines the type of action being performed and may contain additional data. Examples of use reducer hook. One basic example. In this example, we define a reducer function that takes the current state and an action object and returns a new state based on the action type. The counter component uses use reducer hook to create a state object with a count property and a dispatch function that is used to trigger actions that modify the state. The handle increment and handle decrement functions call dispatch function with an action object that has the type property set to increment and decrement respectively. 2 shopping cart. In this example, we define a reducer function that takes the current cart state and an action object and returns a new state based on the action type. 
The shopping cart component uses use reducer hook to create a state object with an empty array as the initial state and a dispatch function that is used to trigger actions that modify the cart state. The handle add, handle remove, handle increment, and handle decrement functions call dispatch function with an action object that has the corresponding action type and payload. Common mistakes with use reducer hook. 1. Incorrectly updating the state. One of the common mistakes people make with use reducer hook is updating the state incorrectly. In use reducer, the state is immutable, and any changes to the state should result in a new state object being returned from the reducer function. If you mutate the state directly, React may not detect the changes, and your component may not re-render correctly. Here is an example of how not to update the state. Instead, you should create a new state object with the changes too. Not providing an initial state. Another common mistake people make with use reducer hook is not providing an initial state. If you don't provide an initial state, React will assume that the initial state is undefined, and your component may not work as expected. To avoid this mistake, always provide an initial state when using use reducer hook. Here is an example of how to provide an initial state. In this example, we provide an initial state object with a counter property set 0. 3. Not handling all action types. Another common mistake people make with use reducer hook is not handling all action types in the reducer function. If you don't handle all action types, your component may not work as expected, and you may get errors in the console. Here is an example of how to handle all action types. In this example, we add a default case to the switch statement that throws an error if an unknown action type is provided. USE callback coos callback is a hook that helps you optimize the performance of your React components by memoizing the functions. It returns a memoized version of the callback function that only changes if one of the dependencies has changed. If none of the dependencies have changed, use callback returns the previously memoized function, which avoids unnecessary re-renders. How to use use callback. The syntax for use callback is as follows. The first argument to use callback is the callback function that you want tomamoise. The second argument is an array of dependencies that should trigger their creation of the memoized function. If any of the dependencies in the array have changed, use callback will recreate the memoized function. Otherwise, it will return the previously memoized function. Example of how to use use callback in a component. In this example, we're using use callback to memoize the increment function, which is passed to the onclick handler of the button element. We're also adding count as a dependency to the use callback hook so that the memoized increment function is recreated only when count changes. Common mistakes with use callback hook. 1. Not adding dependencies TOUSE callback One common mistake people make with use callback is not adding the dependency esto the second argument of the hook. This can cause unexpected behavior in your component, such as stale closures or infinite loops. Here's an example of how to avoid this mistake. In this example, we forgot to add count as a dependency to the use callback hook. This creates a stale closure, and the count variable always has the initial value of zero, even if it changes in the component state. To fix this, we add count to the dependencies array. 2. Using useCALLBACK with non-primitive dependencies use callback only works with primitive types such as strings, numbers, and booleans. If you pass an object or an array as a dependency, use callback will always return a new function, even if the object or array hasn't changed. Here's an example of how to avoid this mistake. In this example, we're trying to memoize the fetch data function using use callback. However, we're passing data as a dependency, which is an array. This won't work because use callback only works with primitive types. Instead, we should use the use memo hook to memoize the data and pass it as a dependency toth fetch data function. In this example, 
We're using the use memo hook to memoize the data array and pass it as a dependency to the fetch data function. Then we're using use call back to memoize the fetch data function with memoized data as a dependency. Use mouse memo is a hook that allows you to memoize the results of a function call and return the cached value if the dependencies haven't changed. It takes two arguments, a function that returns a value, and an array of dependencies that are used to determine if the value should be recomputed. In this example, compute expensive value is a function that takes two arguments a a n d b and returns a value. We're using use memo to memoize the value of compute expensive value a b and only recompute it if a or b change. Example of how to use memo. The most common use case for use memo is to optimize the performance of a component that renders a large list or a complex UI. Instead of recomputing the same values on every render, you can use use memo to memoize the values and return the cached results if the dependencies haven't changed. Here's an example of how to use use memo to memoize a list of items. In this example, we're using use memo to memoize the sorted list of items and only resort the list if the item's prop changes. Common mistakes with use memo. Like all React hooks, use memo has some common mistakes that can lead to unexpected behavior and performance issues. Let's take a look at some of them. 1. Not adding all dependencies. One common mistake with use memo is not adding all the dependencies to the array of dependencies. If you forget to add a dependency, you can end up with stale or incorrect data. In this example, we forgot to add the items dependency to the array of dependencies. This means that the sorted list won't update if the item's prop changes. 2. Memoizing non-primitive values like use callback. Use memo only works with primitive values such as strings, numbers, and booleans. If you pass an object or an array as a dependency, use memo will always return a new value, even if the object or array hasn't changed. In this example, we're memoizing an array that's computed from the data prop. However, since arrays are non-primitive values, the computed data will always be new array, even if data hasn't changed. To fix this, we need to make sure that data is a primitive value or use a different hook such as use reducer or use state. 3. Overusing USEMEMO While use memo is a powerful optimization tool, it's important not to overuse it. Memoizing small values or values that don't change often can actually hurt performance by adding unnecessary overhead. In this example, we're memoizing a value that's just multiplied by 2. Since thesis is a simple calculation that doesn't require memoization, we're actually adding unnecessary overhead and hurting performance. Instead, we can just calculate the value directly in the return function. USEREF The use ref hook is used to create a mutable reference that can be attached to atom element or any other value in a functional component. Unlike state variables, changes to the value of a ref do not trigger a re-render of the component. This makes use ref ideal for managing DOM refs or storing othermutable values that need to persist across re-renders. The syntax for using use ref is simple. You can also initialize the ref with an initial value by passing it as an argument to use ref examples of use ref. 1. Accessing DOM elements One of the most common uses of use ref is to access DOM elements. Here's an example. In this example, we're using use ref to get a reference to the input element. We then use the focus method on the input ref. Current to give it focus when the button is clicked. 2. Storing previous state OR props Another common use case for the use ref hook is to store previous state or props, which can be useful for comparing changes between renders. This is often used in conjunction with the use effect hook to trigger side effects based on changes to state or props. For example, let's say we have a component that receives a prop called value, and we want to trigger a side effect whenever the value changes. However, 
What if we want to compare the new value to the previous value in or side effect? We can use the use ref hook to store the previous value and compare it to the new value. In this example, we create a ref called previous value ref and initialize it with the current value prop. Then, in our use effect hook, we compare the new value prop to the previous value stored in the ref. If the new value is different, we trigger our side effect. Finally, we update the ref with the new value so it will be available for the next render. This pattern can also be used to store previous state values in a similar way. For example, let's say we have a component with a counter that increments when a button is clicked. If we want to compare the new count value to the previous count value, we can use the use ref hook to store the previous value. In this example, we create a ref called previous count ref and initialize it with the current count state. Then, in our use effect hook, we compare the new count state to the previous count stored in the ref. If the new count is different, we trigger our side effect. Finally, we update the ref with the new count so it will be available for the next render. Common mistakes with use ref. 1. Modifying ref values directly. One common mistake when using use ref is modifying the ref value directly. Since if the ref value is mutable, you might be tempted to modify it directly, but this will not trigger a re-render. For example, instead, you should use the use ref hook in conjunction with the use state hook to manage mutable values that need to trigger a re-render. Here's an example. In this example, we use the use ref hook to store the mutable value, my ref, but we also use the use state hook to manage the state count. When the button is clicked, we modify the my ref value directly, but we also update the state count with the new value to trigger a re-render. 2. Not using the current property Another common mistake is not using the current property when accessing the value of the ref. The current property holds the current value of the ref, and you should always access it to get the latest value. For example, always remember to use the current property to access the value of the ref. 3. Not using useffect to update refs If you want to update a ref based on a prop or state change, you should use the use effect hook. One mistake is directly updating the ref value inside the component body, which may cause issues with stale values. For example, instead, you should use the use effect hook to update the ref value based on changes in props or state. Here's an example. In this example, we use the use effect hook to update the ref value, my ref current, whenever the prop value changes. USE imperative handle use imperative handle is a custom react hook that allows you to customize the instance value that is exposed by a parent component when it references a child component. It's often used in cases where a parent component needs to interact directly with a child component, such as manipulating DOM elements or triggering animations. The basic syntax for use imperative handle is as follows ref a ref object that is passed to the child component. Dot. Create handle. A function that returns an object containing the imperative methods or values that you want to expose to the parent component. Dot. Depths. An array of dependencies that triggers a recreation of the handle when the dependencies change. It is an optional parameter. Dot. Example 1. Exposing a DOM element. One common use case for use imperative handle is to expose a DOM element of a child component to the parent component. Here's an example. In this example, the child component exposes a focus method and a get value method using use imperative handle. The parent component, parent component, can the end access these methods through the child ref ref object and call them as needed. Example 2. Exposing custom methods. You can also use use imperative handle to expose custom methods or values from a child component to its parent component. Here's an example. In this example, the exposes in method and a method using the parent component 
can then access these methods through the ref object and call theme as needed. Common mistakes with use imperative handle. While can be a powerful tool for exposing imperative methods from child to parent components, there are some common mistakes that developers might make. Let's take a look at them with code examples. Mistake 1. Not using React. Forward ref requires the use of in the child component. If you forget to use it, the ref object passed to the child component will not have the methods or values exposed by. Here's an example. To fix this, you need to use React. Forward ref to wrap the child component function mistake 2. Not providing the dependency array use imperative handle accepts an optional dependency array, depths, as its third parameter. If you don't provide this array, the handle will be recreated on every render of the parent component, which may cause unnecessary performance overhead. Here's an example. To fix this, you should provide a dependency array that specifies when the handle should be recreated. In this example, we can use an empty array to indicate that the handle should only be created once during the initial render of the parent component mistake 3. Overusing USE imperative handle another mistake that developers may make is overusing to expose too many methods or values from the child component to the parent component. This can lead to tightly coupled and hard to maintain code. It's important to carefully consider what methods or values should be exposed and avoid exposing unnecessary implementation details. Here's an example. In this example, the child component exposes three methods and to the parent component. However, it might be better to encapsulate the logic for incrementing and decrementing the count within the child component itself and only expose amethod to the parent component. This can help to keep the code more modular and maintainable. UseLayoutEffectUseLayoutEffect is a React hook that allows you to perform side effects that depend on the layout of the component, such as measuring DOM elements or performing DOM manipulations, before the browser paints the screen. It is similar to useEffect in terms of syntax and usage, but it has a crucial difference. UseLayoutEffect runs synchronously, blocking the browser from painting until the effect is complete. This makes it suitable for situations where you need to ensure that the DOM is updated before the user sees the changes. The syntax for use layout effect is as follows. Just like use effect, use layout effect takes two arguments, a function that contains the effect logic and an optional dependency array, depths, that specifies which values the effect depends on. The effect function will be executed every time the component renders unless the dependencies array is provided and none of the values in the array change. If you pass an empty array as the dependencies, the effect will only run once, similar to component did mount in class components. Examples of use layout effect. Example 1. Measuring DOM ELEMENTS A common use case for use layout effect is measuring DOM elements, such as getting the size or position of an element, and using that information to perform further calculations or update the UI. Here's an example. In this example, we use use layout effect to measure the width of a DOM element using the offset width property, and then update the state with the measured value. Since we pass an empty dependency array, to use layout effect, the effect will only run once after the component mounts, ensuring that the width is measured and updated before the browser paints. Example 2. Performing DOM manipulations Another use case for use layout effect is performing DOM manipulations, such as adding or removing elements from the DOM, updating attributes, or changing styles. Here's an example. In this example, we used to add a class and update the text content of a DOM element when the component mounts. We also clean up the DOM manipulation by removing the class when the component unmounts. The synchronous nature ofensures that the DOM manipulations are applied before the browser paints, avoiding any flickering or visual inconsistencies. Common mistakes with use layout effect. While can be a powerful tool for managing side effects that depend on the layout of the component, 
there are some common mistakes that people may make while using it. Let's explore these mistakes with code examples. M-I-S-T-A-K-E-1. Blocking the main thread since runs synchronously and blocks the main thread until the effect is complete. It can potentially cause performance issues if the effect logic is computationally expensive or takes a long time to complete. Here's an example. In this example, the effect logic performs a heavy computation that blocks the main thread, potentially causing the UI to freeze or become unresponsive. To avoid blocking the main thread, it's important to ensure that the effect logic is optimized and does not have a significant impact on performance. Mistake 2. Missing dependencies use layout effect takes an optional dependencies array, depths, that specifies which values the effect depends on. If you omit the dependencies array, the effect will run on every render, which may cause unnecessary re-renders and performance issues. Here's an example. In this example, the effect logic depends on the count state, but we forgot to include it in the dependencies array. This may result in stale data being used in the effect, leading to unexpected behavior. To fix this, we should include count in the dependencies array, like this, use layout effect, equals greater than, count. Mistake 3. Not cleaning up effect use layout effect can return a cleanup function that will be called when the component unmounts or when the effect dependencies change. If you don't clean up the effect, it may cause memory leaks or unexpected behavior. Here's an example. In this example, we forgot to return a cleanup function from the hook. This means that the effect will not be cleaned up when the component unmounts or when the state changes, potentially causing memory leaks or unexpected behavior. To fix this, we should return a cleanup function from the effect, like this mistake 4, using USELAYOUTEFFECTUNNE Ceseral use layout effect should be used sparingly and only when necessary, as it can cause performance issues if used improperly. In most cases, use effect is sufficient for managing side effects in a React component. Only use those layout effect when you need to perform synchronous updates that affect the layout of the component. Here's an example of using use layout effect unnecessarily. In this example, the effect does not require synchronous updates that affect the layout of the component, so use effect should be used instead of use layout effect to avoid potential performance issues. Use debug value reacts use debug value is a hook that is used to provide a label for custom hooks or components. This label is then shown in DevTools alongside the component or hook name making it easier to identify and debug specific instances of a component or hook. The useDebugValue hook takes two arguments, a value and a formatter function. The value is the data you want to label, and the formatter function is used to format the value for display in DevTools. The formatter function is optional and can be used to customize the way the value is displayed. Here's the syntax for useDebugValue. Examples of useDebugValue. Example 1. Custom hooklets start with an example of using use debug value to label a custom hook. Consider the following custom hook that manages a timer. In this example, we use use debug value to label the seconds state value with a custom string that includes the current value of seconds. This label will be shown in DevTools alongside the name of the custom hook, making it easier to inspect the value of seconds during debugging. Example 2. Component use debug value can also be used to label components, providing additional information in DevTools for easier debugging. Here's an example of using use debug value in a component. In this example, we use use debug value to label the count state value with the string counter value. This label will be shown in DevTools alongside the name of the component, making it easier to identify and inspect the value of count during debugging. Common mistakes with use debug value. While use debug value is a powerful tool for enhancing the debugging experience in React, there are some common mistakes that people may make while using it. 
Let's take a look at a few of them and provide examples of how to fix them. Mistake 1. Not using USEDEBUGVALUE1 One common mistake is simply not using use debug value when it could be beneficial. Forgetting to use use debug value can result in a lack of useful information in dev tools, making it harder to identify and debug issues with your custom hooks or components. Here's an example of how to fix this mistake. In this example, the custom hook use custom hook was missing the use of use debug value, which could have provided valuable information in dev tools. By simply adding the use debug value hook with a label, we can now see the labeled value in dev tools alongside the name of the custom hook, making it easier to debug. Mistake 2. Incorrectly formatting the value Another mistake that can be made with use debug value is formatting the value incorrectly. The formatter function is optional, but if provided, it should return a string that represents the formatted value. If the formatter function is not provided or if it returns a value that is not a string, DevTools will show an empty label. Here's an example of how to fix this mistake. In this example, the original formatter function was not returning a string, resulting in an empty label in DevTools. By updating the formatter function to return a string, we can now see the formatted value in DevTools alongside the name of the custom hook. Closing notes. Thank you for taking the time to read this blog post on the hooks in React. I hope you found the content informative and useful. If you're interested in learning more about full-stack applications, you can also follow me on my YouTube channel, where I regularly post tutorials on building full-stack projects. Thank you for listening to this Hackernoon story, read by Artificial Intelligence. Visit hackernoon.com to read, write, learn and publish.